Hi guys, and welcome to the Central Youth Project Podcast. I'm here um, with Patrick, um, Christian, Liam, and Dan, and I'm Max. And we're going to go ahead and start with our podcast for the notes for Rescue on Proverbs 2, 10 through 22. Um, We're going to start with our first icebreaker. Number one, is Sunday the beginning of the week or Monday? Monday. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Sunday Sunday is like the end of the weekend. Talking like... Yeah, kind of actually. Sunday, like... Well, that's what it feels like. But on a calendar, Sunday is obviously the beginning of the week. That is (laughs) true. But like, to me... It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. Yeah, because I, Monday you that, start everything that you're going to do for the week. Yes. But Sunday you're finishing it. So, like, if you're doing school still, you finish that up. But you're not... It's just, like, everything that you might have had from your previous week might still be going on on Sunday. But I just, on Monday it changes. I just follow the school schedule, so I think Monday's the day of the week. <laughs> just because that's when they post all the modules and stuff for your next week's homework. Yeah. <laughs> So that's how I see it. You guys are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the calendar says it's on Sunday. <laughs> Literally everyone says it's on Sunday. There's no Monday is the second day of the week. I've seen calendars though where it says Sunday's at the end of the week. Oh. So it's There's special calendars. <laughs> that's the problem, it's special. Like I might think that it's on Wednesdays and there's probably a calendar where it starts on Wednesdays. Does not mean that that's right. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> is it's like, yeah. Um, I think it's meaning, like to you personally, because it's a fact that Sunday is the first day of the week. But is it a fact though? Ooh. Is it a fact? Though? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on a second. <laughs> it's Don't getting fired. it's getting very it's, it's getting very tense in this hot <laughs> tiny room. <laughs> It's Sunday on a calendar, but for me, the beginning of all my work week is Monday. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Liam? Friday. Oh, what? Friday is <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of your Who week? Who does that? Friday is the beginning of my Dude, week. Dude, imagine yeah. beginning your week on Friday. Wednesday, Thursday is the end of my week. Because hmm. I work Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, kind of, yeah. and Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, Thursday, I save for school, but it's also kind of my weekend because I'm at gotcha. home. Gotcha. Uh, that makes so. sense. Did you spill something else on your pants? Okay, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Icebreaker number two. Is there an app that you hate slash annoys you, but you still use it anyways? Geometry Dash. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. That was so (laughs) (laughs) bad. Just immediately knew the answer to that one. Uh, Mine's Facebook. (laughs) Liam's checking his phone. (laughs) (laughs) But I still use it all the time, but still... The, the amount of arguments that happen on Facebook, yeah. and you're sitting there like, this is the most petty argument. <laughs> can, I, can I say my... Is it my GIF or JIF? <laughs> it's GIF, obviously. Can I use my text messaging app? <laughs> is, is that a thing? Why? Because yeah. it annoys me, and I hate it sometimes, but I have to have it. <laughs> that's exactly what... I feel like that's, that's fair. Really <laughs> that's my email, my email. Oh, my god. I goodness. hate looking at my school email. It's the most annoying thing ever. You have one? Huh. All the apps that I hate, I normally like delete or try to. <laughs> They're not gonna hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we Whoa. had the. I thought we had the sensitivity to No, we do, but For you still need to talk it. to the mic. I, 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 it's still a microphone. I hate about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a counseling session. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I don't... There's nothing that I really... There's no apps that I dislike, I would say. Hmm. Except for maybe Canvas, because college <laughs> and stuff. And Dude, that's where you check grades. Canvas is awful. Yes. Uh, maybe Zoom, because I hate oh. Zoom. I don't, I don't have an app for <laughs> I Zoom. I hate Zoom. I just have an app for Canvas, and that's... I mean, I do most of my Canvas work on a computer, but sometimes in a pinch I check my Canvas grades on my iPad, so... Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm tech-savvy. <laughs> <coughs> so Liam's been searching for three minutes now. <laughs> I have one. You're not on your phone very much, though, are you? No. Liam is efficient with his you app. <laughs> I use all my apps the way I use them. What about on your computer? A video game that you hate, but you still do? Like Geometry Dash that was, <laughs> said, that was said in point five seconds after. <laughs> Dude, Geometry Dash is that's like the worst rage game. Oh yeah. my gosh! Well, except for getting over. You have to get every single jump right, otherwise you have to start everything mm. over. All right, come on, Liam. Anyway, <laughs> no. You don't have one at all. No, I don't keep things. I don't. <laughs> you don't tolerate it. No. It's not logically accurate. <laughs> Liam would never make <laughs> an, an, a, an accurate decision like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, icebreaker number three. If you were given $10 to buy food to cook for your family tonight, what would you make? Chili spaghetti. <laughs> Cup of noodles. <laughs> Wait, can you actually? Can well, you could buy the ingredients for like 10, ten bucks. Yeah. You probably could. Just make like a bean, bean. chili. Like it'd be like bean tomatoes, tomato paste. Or you could just get the can. <laughs> it's just less than a dollar. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. Chili. Here is how you make free tomato soup. You go to McDonald's. What? You get a bunch of ketchup packets and a paper cup, okay? It, then you go uh, into the McDonald's bathroom, turn on the hot water, Put fill the hot what fill the cup with hot water and then dump the ketchup that packets in. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> Doesn't it need like garlic or something? No, that's uh, tomato soup a la Christian. It's a specialty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on the McDonald's hidden menu. Uh, so yeah. appar- apparently, um, my dad. Okay, so my dad used to live in Eastern Washington in Colville, and um, the homeless people in Colville. Um, would make tomato soup when there was nothing to eat in winter. <laughs> mm. With so. ketchup. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> Alright, ten bucks. You guys gotta make dinner. What are you making? Chili mac. It's easy. Just yeah, mac yeah. and cheese and chili. Mm. The canned Cheap. chili. Because that's yeah. the best. Canned chili. chili. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you say something? <laughs> Dan! I would. Uh, I, I have no idea what that would make. Yeah. Peanut butter jelly. <laughs> For dinner! That works. It does work. And it is. Ramen. I'm gonna go for the most cost effective. <laughs> I know you gave me ten dollars. Like, All I need is two. <laughs> That's it. Two dollars pays for ramen for like a whole family. So you just get like fifty gallons of ramen for ten bucks and you there you go. <laughs> for two years. There's some math that's wrong there. It sounded very accurate to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so Liam, what do you mean? Pizza. 
That's a good idea. Dude, Papa yeah. Marley. Homemade dough. Papa Marley. <laughs> Papa Marley. Papa Marley. Don't you love Papa Marley? Homemade dough, Papa tomato Arby's. sauce, <laughs> and cheese. Nice. nice. Great pizza. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Beautiful. All right. Let's start with the discussion. Discussion number one. Have you ever experienced wisdom that was pleasant to your soul? Are there times where you wish you had? Story time. That was a more fun way of saying explain. <laughs> we want an essay and we want it no, turned into no. a speech. No. You have to talk for 15 minutes at least. No. No, thank you. Okay. Are you rejecting the question? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <sighs> probably the first time I talked to Dan. Like, remember that one time that I went to the church? I was just, like, sobbing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> just outing yourself there, man. Uh, I, um, I, I wasn't there, that was, so... <laughs> was that the one where you went to my office? I had the small office with the yeah. glass doors? Yeah, it was almost like a therapist thing, because I was facing the wall, and I had to look over. Oh, yeah, because I had that small office, and so, like, it was, like, yeah. my desk and the chair was right here, so you were literally facing the wall. It was, like, four feet from you. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> it was a great first interaction. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. But yeah, that was probably really, like, the best wisdom I've gotten because I was really nervous about college, and I was, like, doubting my abilities and everything. And then I texted him, and I was like, man, life's going to crap. <laughs> Dude. And he's like, meet me at the church in 20. <laughs> and then That sounds very out. creepy. <laughs> and we talked for a while, and mm-hmm. I left. And I was like the most relieved I think I've ever felt in my entire life. Like, wow. it felt like I was walking on Dan, air. you did a good job. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> if you felt like you were walking on air, you might have Died? had to watch where you were walking better. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. uh, if you, like, fell off a bridge or something, <laughs> I mean, you were walking on air, kind of. Anyways. No, that's really cool, though, Patrick. Yeah, I like that. Anybody else? Anybody? I'm in the bathroom stall. Don't worry about it. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) I can't think of any specific point where it's like, wow, that was was really nice. I got some wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) My grandpa slapped me down on his knees like, listen. (laughs) But uh, just learning through the years has made me appreciate it and realize how good it is for me so I guess that's pleasant to my soul mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michaela's doing a think <laughs> I can't I can't really think of an actual experience either but I know I've had some I just don't remember a specific one um, but it's definitely it made me feel a lot happier in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> Old Spice. <laughs> Our sponsor again. <laughs> Can we actually get in trouble for that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> because, like, copyright and stuff. No. Anybody else? <laughs> Alright, I'm just gonna go on to the next question. Christian? <laughs> uh, no. Not really. Okay. Yeah, Not I, that I, I remember, anyways. I'm sure there were times, but yeah. I don't remember them at, at this I, moment. Yeah. 
I wouldn't know either. <laughs> None that were that influential enough to be like, that's the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one right that there. That one right there. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what does spiritual joy, subdue sin mean? How does that apply in your life? I think it's like, um, you're so happy that, uh, you grew spiritually, I guess, that you don't, you're distracted from sin, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or like, you've learned that you were sinning, and you've learned how to not sin, I guess. Yeah. Am I, I think <laughs> wait, what? Do you wanna go first? Yeah, go. <laughs> um, in my own life at least. Uh there's been times where it's been I've had like so much spiritual joy that it makes it really easy to just block things like sin out of my brain because I'm so joyful spiritually hmm. that I don't really have a problem like it's a lot easier not to sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. so joyful in the spirit. Yeah. It's like it's so fulfilling that you wouldn't want to go back. Yeah. Because like the sin, it's like yeah, it's so fulfilling. There's no temptation. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Anybody else got anything? Back on that one. (laughs) No. (laughs) 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 All right. Um. Wisdom protects us from wicked men and those with perverse speech. What does that mean? What does that look like in your life? (sighs) I think those that are trying to um, tempt to do bad things, like doing drugs and stuff. Yeah. Which is a heat. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? No! Like a nervous twitch. Oh my Patrick gosh. just sitting in the corner getting more nervous by this like chest. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Randomly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Where was that? Uh, something, something, drugs. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I know that's a... a <laughs> Head slap. Cliche thing, but... What's a cliche? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know what a cliche is. It's like, oh, that happens, of course, that always happens kind of thing. But, like, it doesn't actually happen. What? So, that was very descriptive. <laughs> you keep talking while I look it up. I've heard the term, like, a lot, but I don't actually know it. Let me see. Let me see. Let's see what the actual tra- tra- translation. Hello. It's like finding a chest behind a waterfall. <laughs> I thought you. <laughs> a chest. It's like it's supposed to be unexpected, but it, you always expect it. Kind of. <laughs> chest. 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 A, a, a chest. What we were talking about was the definition from the wicked men. Let's stay on that like, while I look, look this up. You look behind a waterfall and there's like a treasure chest. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, there's supposed to be one. It's cliche. Anyway. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't think telling him it's supposed to be a cliche helps anything. <laughs> okay. It's such a cliche a to use that opinion, as a cliche. <laughs> a phrase or opinion that is overused it portrays a lack of original thought. Oh, okay. A stereotype or electrotype. <laughs> so it's like how there's an Easter bunny, but... And a bunny has nothing to do with Easter. 
Sure. <laughs> yes, okay. It's like... This is like the candy illustration. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, let's get back to um, what we were talking about. Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're not talking about <laughs> drugs. Yes. I'm trying so hard to get us back on track, and you guys... <laughs> I refuse Just it. go with the flow. Oh, I <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but Dan is banging his head on the <laughs> table over there. <laughs> what question are we on? <laughs> this one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you still talking, Liam, or should I take over? No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't think anymore. Uh, we should oh just start gosh. over. Feel <laughs> it. fire. Wisdom helps us to see through lies. Like, um, speech that might try to trick us. And think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. But in fact, it's not, and it helps us to see through that sort of thing. <gasps> and it helps us, like, like, prevent something from happening by, like, seeing that, oh, it's going that direction. I should back out now before you get stuck in something. Mm -hmm. Like ads that have viruses. Yeah. That was some IT wisdom right there. <laughs> 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 Should I just keep going so we don't get I'm off track again? Kind of <laughs> <laughs> Are you being cliched currently? Oh, yeah. <laughs> being cliched. <laughs> hey, passing on wisdom. We talked about that question uh, the other week. That's how you're gonna pass off wisdom to your kids. You'd be like, IT. Be like, be like, <laughs> be, like, <laughs> be, like <laughs> be like, son. You know when you click on an ad and it has a virus, <laughs> sends a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta wipe your whole computer. <laughs> no one will know what you're talking about, but your kid will be like, yeah, that's good <laughs> stuff. Oh, Dude, I have that problem all the time. Everyone else just hears you like saying a bunch of like ones and zeros, and your kid's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> okay, discussion number Jesus. two. <laughs> okay, moving on to discussion number two. The adulteress talks with flattering speech. Where in culture do you see immorality and less imposing themselves onto teens, both boys and girls? How can we fight back? And how can we defend ourselves? Is that your answer? <laughs> 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 um, <clears throat> it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Hard to pick one thing um, out. I, I have no idea. It affects both boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sexual immorality is a is a big thing, like among guys. I don't know about girls though. Yeah, just don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna work. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> the girls got this. <laughs> Are you stereotyping? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a cliche. <laughs> anyway, this is a hard question. <laughs> so pick, so pick one area of culture. Culture, politics. That that you see. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Where you see immorality and lust imposing themselves onto teens. Immorality one and or 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 and or. Okay. It's both and. So and. Or. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think just the basic concept that everybody thinks that um, sex is going to bring you happiness. 
Mm. Yeah. Especially like out of marriage, like it's not going to bring anything. Usually, it just brings a lot of heartbreak. Um, and I think that's maybe one of the biggest things. And I think a way we can fight back and defend ourselves is to tell people and try our best to let them know, like, hey, it's not going to work the way you think it is. Um, and remember ourselves that it's never worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. is everybody looking at me? <laughs> well, you're like, just bobbing your head over there. <laughs> Anybody else got anything? <clears throat> okay, I'll I'll poke the bear here, and I'll 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 give an option, and then you guys can answer the second two questions. Oh great! So I will give you an option, and then you will answer how can we fight back and how can we defend ourselves. So, okay. culture is imposing immorality and lust onto teens through. Entertainment. Mm. So, like, if you see something, or not even see something, just like if you hear or see something that provokes any thoughts, it's best to just shut it off <laughs> and don't think about it and try and tear all those thoughts down because they might send you down a rabbit hole. They will send you down a rabbit hole if you're not careful. Yeah, well. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um, what about uh, sexually perverse characters in video games? Did you have a, an opinion on that, Michaela? Uh, there's just <laughs> a lot of video games that portray women as basically objects. Mm -hmm. So... So how can we fight back? How can we defend ourselves? Hmm. One star review on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Let's do this. Single-handedly take it down. Um, I think <clears throat> just um, educating people on, like, what's... I guess right and wrong isn't the right term because there's a lot of debate on what's right and what's wrong. But educating people on what's immoral or not. I guess even that would be really debatable because not everyone is Christian, so I don't know. Yeah, if you go into a debate about morals, though, then you have to talk about absolute morals, um, and those are only found in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you get to a point where it doesn't matter really if something's Christian or not, the truth is still the truth at the end of the day. So whether or not you believe that having sex with your girlfriend before marriage is a negative or not, um, the the consequences of that will prove fruitful to what God has communicated. So, how else can you fight back? Sexually charged video games. Don't play them. That's an idea. Yeah. Like I said, just shut it off. Don't play them. Leave bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a game plan. <laughs> All right, let's see what else. Uh, what about ads on YouTube? 
Well, we don't have we don't that have problem because we don't have ads. <laughs> Dan. Buy a Check premium me. account. <laughs> <laughs> Spend money, guys. Spend money. No temptation, no. Oh, yeah. although, although ads go off what you look at, so maybe you shouldn't look at certain things. That's true. Mm. Well, it's like, it's not just like sexually immoral ads. It's like a lot of things are like Reese's ads. That's a form of temptation, but it's not like something you search up on the internet. It's just a Reese's ad. Well, I mean, <laughs> like everyone gets those. Could look up Reese's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> a pastor? <laughs> <laughs> move on to the next discussion. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, it says, read 1 Peter 2.11, which I have here, and I'll read a sec. Um, Fleshly lusts wage war against our souls. Have you read this before? Does this make you look differently at the smaller lust temptations of life? Now, 1 Peter 2.11 says, Beloved, I urge you as a sojourner in exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. Can you read that again? I was yes. zoning out. <laughs> <laughs> Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. So, um, it says, Flesh the lust wage war against our souls. Have you read this before? And does this make you look differently at the smaller lust temptations in life? <laughs> uh... I don't think I've read that before, and it does make me look differently at the smaller temptations, um, because it's a bigger battle. Mm -hmm. The smallest things and the biggest things. <laughs> it's a bigger war, and winning the smaller battles is um, putting yourself on the right track to win the war. Mm. Yeah. I haven't ever read those exact words before, but yes, I have read things to that point. But um, it, when I read it, it does it did make me um, look differently at smaller temptations in life because smaller less tem temptations in life because it. I guess it just. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it was like I knew how to handle those thoughts. Um, I've had those thoughts before, but. I, I knew how to handle them, so I just needed to put them out of my mind and shut them down before it got to a bigger problem. So you were kind of understanding where it was going to go and yeah. decided to fix exactly. it before anything happened. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't read that before, but I've kind of gotten the general gist of it from other people. Um... I mean, it might make me look differently at the smaller less temptations in life, but I kind of already thought of it almost like once one thing starts, it's easy to move on to the next thing, and then the next thing, and then it just festers, and then it's it's there, and you got to get it out, but the only way you can do that is by start winning the small stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess it does make me look differently at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so all awesome answer's here. pretty much the same as theirs, so. 
<laughs> yeah, there's not many ways you can yeah. change that up. <laughs> it definitely makes you Unless there like, is. really look at it. <laughs> Dan knows. Dan. <laughs> Dan the dictionary. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. oh, dang no, it. No, there's a no. guy in here. It's the same one, too. It's, it's the, the same one. one? House? No. no. Alright. Anyway, <laughs> the same one from your house. It like followed you through the parking lot. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, explain the garden weeds analogy and what that means for those in your group, yourself, and those listening. Don't put off nipping everything in the bud while it's still easy because it'll come back and it'll bite you in the butt. That laziness, it doesn't work, and you gotta do it while it's still easy. Because if you wait to get those weeds, they grow further and bigger and larger and they're a hundred times harder to get out. So if you don't be lazy It's <laughs> 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 going great man. <laughs> if you don't put it off, it makes Speech things a lot <laughs> easier for you gotta be active and Definitely. always trying to diffuse everything possible as much as possible before it turns into a real issue. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe, man. Chest. <laughs> I think for everybody in general, that just means most of our temptations or things we start is if you start doing it and you don't take care of it when you first notice it, it's just going to make it worse and harder to deal with as it goes on. Um, I think what a lot of people struggle with is that kind of thing starts up before they realize it's bad. Mm-hmm. So, or you get told if, like, if we it's can, not bad. yeah, if we can get this information to younger people, I think that would be the strongest mm-hmm. move. Yeah, strongest chess move. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 Anybody else? No. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, <Jeez>. but it, <laughs> the problem with, like, educating younger people about this is um, a lot of them aren't, like, mature enough to understand it. Like, they haven't had experience with it yet. Um, so if, like, don't do drugs, like, it's... It's just words until you realize, like, drugs is more common than you think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think when you're younger, it's better to use, like, simple analogies, like, don't lie, don't cheat. Yeah. Things yeah. like that, where that starts to kind of happen when you're younger. So, even though they may not understand it, it's great to start getting to their head, hey, this is going to make things worse, so you might want to try and work on this yourself. Exactly. I see a thought brewing in your no. head there, Liam. <laughs> I am. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're just off in space with your eyebrows squinted. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything? No. Uh, I'm good. Patrick <laughs> explained it very well. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Okay. No, but you actually did. Oh, sweet. Should we move on to the next <laughs> You're so kind. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you don't matter. <laughs> Sometimes your Apparently. words come off as sarcastic, okay? Wow. Anyways, there is a price to pay for gaining wisdom. There's also a price to pay for not. 
how would you explain this to a fifth grader to try and impact their li- life? I guess we literally just explained that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what Christian McHale just said. It's like, it's going to probably suck a little bit for them because they wanted to do this thing, and it probably would have benefited them in some way, but it's better for them if they didn't because it's just going to make things worse in the future. If that makes any sense. It's like, if you were to say, okay, you can't have this candy bar or something, well, they would think, well, I want this candy bar, and I'm going to eat it, but if they don't eat it, it's not fun to not eat it, but it get, it gives them this kind of sense that, okay, this is what I shouldn't do, and it's not going to make things worse in the future. Well, um, the problem with that is in... So, you know how, like, America has all of these like, alcohol problems of people drunk driving and, like, doing dumb stuff at 3 a.m. Um, (laughs) our drinking age, our legal drinking age is 21. You can go up to a bar and order a hard liquor beverage. Mm -hmm. In Germany, at 14 years old, you can accompany a parent to a bar and get, it's not, you can't legally buy hard liquor, you can only buy, like, a certain, uh, alcohol percentage or lower, but, Mm -hmm. um, and they have like very very little um uh drunk driving and uh alcohol problems i think because of that lower drinking age and like even like i was every every restaurant we went to i was 12 at the time um every restaurant we went to the um the waiters and waitresses would always offer to mix beer with juice for my <laughs> nine-year-old sister. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's true. They have... Yeah, alcohol is, like, widely culturally accepted, and they mm-hmm. have, like, very little problems with it. So true, true. I think um, allowing... Not necessarily, like, allowing kids to, like, take drugs and just, like, see the the problems with that but to um to let them know the exact dangers yeah definitely yeah yeah you need to explain it a little bit before you just go hey don't do this (laughs) yeah 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 so um two things (laughs) real quick on this yeah um the first one is have you guys ever seen the movie courageous yes half the movie courageous and no okay don't know great so, uh, we have one yes. Um, <laughs> either way, there's a scene in the in the movie where uh, a father, uh, his daughter's a teenager, and this boy goes to pick her up. And this boy is not a, not a well-intentioned boy. Um, and the dad, like, pretty much talks sternly to the boy and says, get out of here. And then also to the girl and says, like, that boy's not good for you. Like, do not go near him, pretty much, is the concept. She gets angry and mad and is like, um, I'm my own woman. <laughs> and, um, epic rebellion. Yeah, this is oversimplified with Dan. Right. Um, <laughs> but either way, it's not received well, right? Yeah. And so later on, he uh, is growing uh, in his relationship with God and he's, his, he, things are being illuminated for him as a father. And he sits down with his daughter on an intentional date night and they're dressed to the nines and she's in like his a daughter? dress. Yeah. 
Yes, they go on a it's date. It's like daddy daughter date. Oh, okay. I forgot this existed for a second. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. So, anyways, uh, he goes on this date with her, and he's like talking to her, and he, he's communicating like how much he cares about her, and that his his biggest goal was to pr- protect her heart and provide for her and make sure that the man that does eventually marry her will provide for her and love her the way that she is deserving of. And she breaks down and, like, is crying and all of this. And he, like, gives her a promise ring and says, like, I-, I will take care of you until the right man comes. Will you trust me with that? And it's so well received. And she's breaking down and crying. And it's, like, this emotional scene. And I'm, like, I'm like in my seat. And, like, as a father for the first time, I'm able to see it through different eyes. And I'm, like, holy crap. Like. Have I got a job to do? <laughs> well, not, not, not just that, but, like, the difference of explaining that, right? Oh, yeah. And how, like, he had, the, he had the right answer in the beginning, right? This, this is a gangster boy with cuts on his face with this jacked-up car, and he's 16. Something's wrong. <laughs> no, you can't date him. Get in your room. <laughs> Fair things to say, right? There's, there's, even, there's even some wisdom in that. Like, no, this is not wise. But the compassion and the care and the detail he put into communicating to, communicating that to her the second time was so much differently received. And so you guys talk about, and so you're kind of illuminating that a little bit, Christian, with your concept of like not just saying no to things, mm-hmm. and not just the is is the uh, psychological concept of the big red button theory, right? Thou shalt not touch the red button, <laughs> and you're like. I gotta touch it, <laughs> right? And so, like, there there are those principles, but as as a as a as a parent, that's the most important part, then, right? And so, we talk about all of this, and the most, I mean, the most important way for a fifth grader to hear this is from their parent, in in a home where they've been brought up in the right way, and there's a relational context, and the, the parents able to have that mature conversation and say, because I care about you, and because of the dangers that are in this, and because of the dangers that I've experienced. And the heartbreak I've had in my life, I wish to save you from that. And the the difference, like the, the gravity of that situation and how that would be received. Um, and the problem is that we wait too long and we don't know how to parent. And we don't have parents that are engaged. And we have teenagers that rebel. And we have we have kids that are on, on, on the edge. I pointed to Liam when I said rebel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, 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 it didn't mean anything. Um, but the problem is that systemically we're not following what God has created. We're, we're not, we're not um, continuing uh, in the ways that God has communicated with the parents communicating that wisdom to their children at young ages and building those foundational blocks to where there is no, like the, the, my, my child's about to turn two in a week and there's no terrible twos, right? That's something you'll hear all the time when you get to the next stage, like, oh yeah, my child's in the terrible twos. Like they just like throw things and hit people and like they do the toddler version of cussing. Like they're just like, they're about to like... If they could grab the cat and throw it against the window, they would. Like, and it's because they're, they're, they're experiencing their sinful nature with them being able to control for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, because before that, they're a baby. And, they, I mean, the best they can do is throw their head back and hit it and be mad at you and be like, <laughs> why'd you do that? And you're like, yeah, you're a baby and you're sinful, aren't you? <laughs> like, you have no reason to throw your head back right now other than you're just mad. Um, so either way, that's, that's a parental thing that's, that's being lacking in the world. The next thing, though, so if you guys were to talk to a fifth grader, is to bring it down to a very practical uh, spot for the fifth grader. Bring it to an instance in your life or a story that you've heard uh, from a friend or from a pastor and sit down with uh, 
whatever Caden's a fifth grader I have sit down with Caden and say look man I, I see that you're starting to, to have these wants and desires I see that, that these things are starting to be said to you and I have experienced the negatives of this so let me explain to you what I've seen and the friends that I've lost and, and the friends that I've seen go down these paths and how their lives turned out and how much I don't want that for you you don't have to listen to me but I hope that you do. And the difference that fifth grader is going to realize from you communicating that as opposed to saying, dude, quit being an idiot and stop. Like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Like, just, just don't touch the red button. Make, making <laughs> it seem like it, that they're the ones controlling the decision and not just, like, you saying, just forbidding any movement towards it. I feel like it, um, it helps them make the decision to not do better. A million percent. Yeah. yeah, and you think about it too. Like, uh, I mean, my my wife and I, our our concept is that by the time you're 12, like you are a pre-adult, you now get to make decisions. Hopefully, we've done sure a good enough job. We hopefully we we've done a good enough job building those foundations with you. And if we haven't, it'll show because you'll be rebellious. You'll be all these things, and we'll have to kind of let you slowly find your way in those things. Um, yeah, we'll move on to the to the last question. Last question. Well. I think I have a thought. So there's something cool about being given the wisdom and then being confronted with a situation and choosing the right thing. There's something, like, even to a fifth grader, being like, hey, I did the right thing because I was told that this is the right thing to do instead of just, you can't do that for no reason whatsoever. This is why it's a bad thing or a good thing and then choosing and the knowledge of doing the right thing. That's cool. Okay. So, next part, it says, read the whole scripture, pick your favorite verse, and explain why it is. Who would like to read the scripture? I can't read it without screwing it up, so... I can read it, but I'll have to read it again. <laughs> because I can't read it and then retain information. <laughs> okay. All right. Verses 2, 10 to 11. 22? 2, and then 10. Right 11. there. Yeah, okay, you keep saying 11. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's confusing. Okay. I was reading. Sorry. Yeah, I, was reading, <laughs> I was reading 1 Peter 2 11. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. For wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Wait. Discretion. Discretion. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Discretion will watch over you, understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil. I can read a promise. Men whose paths are crooked and whose are... Who, who are devious in their ways? <laughs> so you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death and her paths to the departed. 
No one who go to her come back, nor do they regain the path of life. So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous, for the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Deep breath. Deep breath. <sighs> I couldn't have done much better, so... Uh, it was all going well until... Discretion. <laughs> the second verse. <laughs> the second verse. It was all going well. The first verse was real good. <laughs> it's all good. We're all right there mentally. I, I think personally, my favorite verses um, would be um, ten and eleven. I think, um, well, half of eleven because this eleven is, a. Eleven <laughs> a. Um, 10 and 11, uh, for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you, understanding will guide you. Um, 10, 11, and 12, delivering you from the way of evil from men of perverted speech. Um, I think because this is kind of a different topic, the second part of 12. Um, 10, 11, and the first part of 12 is, it's kind of like a promise, but, um, because wisdom, it says, will come into your heart. Knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Um, this is, it's telling you what wisdom will do for you. Why, sh why you should gain wisdom. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guide you. Delivering you from the way of evil. I think my favorite is also ten. Um because I like the idea that um, knowing, again, I really like the knowing the right thing and knowing that you did the right thing because you were taught correctly. And I think it's just, I like the idea of pleasant to your soul because I want to feel good about the, the wisdom that I have and the knowledge that I have. Yeah, I'm probably in the same boat. It's good for me. I really enjoy having wisdom so I don't spiral down a slippery slope that I can't control and I can just like stop it before it happens. So having the wisdom to protect me and not have that happen is really great. And I, yeah, <laughs> cool. I got some puzzled <laughs> because Dan left and there was stuff happening. Nothing, um, nothing's happening. I think my favorite verses are... 20 and 21 where it says you so you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous for the upright will inhabit the land and those with integrity will remain in it um for one for me it's it's like letting you know it's not going to be easy but as long as you can power through it you will um receive many good things from it <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are you doing there? <laughs> You're breaking things. Oh, that's gonna be terrible on the audio. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I think it's just like it's like you know like your hard work is gonna pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So it's outro time. <laughs> Hit us up, Michaela. <laughs> Thank you good so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Like, subscribe, comment, post oh notifications. Eyes <laughs> 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 fun stuff that Follow our matter. social media. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.